Well, I hope nobody has to be sick to oh their stomach God. by looking at it me today. It is not that bad. It is too. It is. I think you think it's like the size of a baseball, and it's, it's really what like, it feels like. It doesn't look like that. It's like smaller than an eraser. Tip. Uh, it's just well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, my makeup I had to put on that thing for the broadcast. <laughs> it's just the worst part is well. I'll tell you something. It has to do with me and, and the history of this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Um, and we've got a lot to talk about today. Of course, Mr. Rick Emerson will be joining bu- joining us here in just a few. Uh, want to get his opinions on some of this. And uh, also, don't forget, you can go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link anytime you're going to be buying from Amazon. It's a great way to support the show. I just <sighs> did today, by the way. Cool. I finally got that skin roller thing. Oh, that's <laughs> like good. Talking about. You can use it someday. No, actually, no. you can't use it. That's not something that you share. No, no. I'll buy not. you your own someday. No, that's okay. Okay. Well, did you want to talk about um, what's going on and... Greg Nogland? Hi, my name is Greg Nibbler, and if you see me, I apologize for being hideous. It's well, nobody's because... going to see you. It's actually the best time to have this happen, because... Do you know what I do for a living <laughs> outside of this? <laughs> do you have... Do you know? Do you understand? Um, I, uh, I have a spider bite on my face. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> That's just, the, just to put it out there, not sugarcoat it, not dance around it. It's not... Acne, it's not a mosquito bite, it's a friggin' spider bite right by my eye. That's you know unfortunate. Uh, so it's very unfortunate. So here's what happened. Um over this last weekend went camping, you know, been doing that a lot. Uh should we just and, bring Rick on when you're describing? I think like so you don't have to tell the story again. Okay. We might as well just do it. Wanna just get Rick on here and- I think we should because uh, clearly we're gonna have to talk about this and <sighs> If we're having him on, I all want right, him to we'll do, just go ahead. And need to regale him. We'll with just the tail have everybody well. join. I might the as whole, well rip that bandaid off. All join all, the whole just, fun. It's you're uh, having such a good time. Um, let's see. Join with computer audio. Do I need to do anything on my no, end? No, you don't need to do anything. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just gotta. Oh God! All right, I'm right. Don't read the comments in the chat yet. We'll save that for the show. Oh jeez. Um. There it is. There we go. All right. You're doing great. Oh, boy. <laughs> it is. It's like it, it didn't just bite your face. It broke your spirit. It bit your spirit. Oh, it did. It's it, very much so. Very Aww. much so. Um, my, my phone won't go on. Vibrates. New phone. It's not a tumor. No, come on. just give me a second. Oh my god, this is so depressing. Yeah, I know it. Don't I know it? All right, this is how we set up our Zoom in real time. Sarah, it's just going to take. No, a I was talking to the people. I'm not Greg. Okay. I'm not the spider bite. I know. I'm being nice. Be nice. No, I am being nice. I'm talking to our friends who are listening. Getting understand. It's going to take me a second. I do. I do understand. Look up to. And welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. So we, Sarah just put a, put a pin in what we were just talking about so that we can fully explain the entire situation and what's happening here. Because we wanted to bring on to our Mr. Friend. Rick Emerson. Hello, <laughs> yes. Rick. How's it going? Hi. Hello. 
Hi, Rick. Yeah, so I gave Rick a little bit of a, a heads up just to let him know what he was walking into, but he yeah. didn't know. I figured I want, we wanted to bring you on while Greg is regaling us with the story so that you know we don't have to do it multiple times. We can all hear it at the same time. Well, as I started out before, and I will definitely go into the details, I got bit in the face by a spider. So uh, that's, I don't even like to think about that. Yeah, right? That's where we're starting. You can't see from your camera angle what's going on. I can kind of... Turn it around oh. there so you can, yeah, get a good... Did he uh, mug you at the same time? That. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what the technical oh, producer oh, at Digital 10 said. He was like, would you go get in a fight or something? No, I did not get in a fight. Not oh, intentionally. No. Um, so here's here's what happened. Um, last weekend, went camping. And uh, as usual, I get bit by about pretty much everything that's, that's possible. If there's anything possible insect-wise that's available to bite, I will get bit. Or stung or something like that, which is why, like murder hornets, that's the end of me. If I get anywhere near murder hornets, oh yeah, I know. Once they're here, you're toast. I'm done. Yeah, a hundred percent. They will come straight for me. Um, but this was something where I got bit by unknown bugs all over my legs, which is not uncommon for me. They weren't mosquitoes. I don't know what they were, but some kind of like I, I don't know. I have no idea. But it's like all over, and uh, it was all over my arms. And then I noticed on my face there was one, but it was like small. So I didn't really think too much of it. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to worry about this. It'll go away. Next day comes. It hasn't gone away. The uh, This was on sun, Sunday, so Monday. Uh, it hadn't gone away. And then yesterday, I'm like, huh, I swear that looks like it's bigger. And <laughs> that's, that's never a good sign. And then I'm like, you know, is it a zit? Do I have, is it an acne or something? And uh, it, it was not. And um, so I'm like, well, that's, that's not good. Uh, but I'm just going to choose to ignore that because it's not too bad. That's always the right response to something on <laughs> your body getting bigger. If there's a lump that starts to increase in size, just ignore it. Ignore this it. is fine. This is medical it normally advice. fixes itself. It's- yeah. That's what I wanted it to do. Uh, it's like, you know what? You just need a good night's sleep and it'll all go away. <laughs> <laughs> That's people. what my oncologist told me too. <laughs> some silly people going to medical school and all that stuff, when you can just sit and wait it out. Drink some water, get some rest. <laughs> Turns out that's not what helped it. It did not help it. Um, so I woke up this morning and uh, I I kind of forgot about it until I went downstairs to look in the mirror and I was like, "Good God, what is going on?" It was swollen up. Oh lord! Uh, yeah, like a giant bump. So was your for eye reference, swollen? people can't see. No, yeah. it's not actually on my eye. It's just underneath, like where the eye socket is. So it's right. Gross, it's eye adjacent. <laughs> um, and but it's it's quite noticeable. Uh, it's 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 pretty big. I think really this is where like the premium subscribers should be the only ones who can see it. You should describe <laughs> it for everybody else. But then like people who are like paying a little bit, they should get to like get a close up. You should do like a full like you know. If you're a sicko that wants to see this close up, I'll show you the one that I sent to the doctor. So that's, that's, so I, I mean, it really isn't that terrible. I mean, clearly it looks like there's something going on with your face. (laughs) There's something going on with my face. Yeah. (laughs) But it doesn't look like. It's not one of those you just like glance over. But it's not like really swollen or anything. It just looks. The swelling has gone down a little bit, but, um, but that's, so I woke up to that and, you know, as people who listen to the show know, I'm on camera at. 9 a.m. with this giant swollen 
thing and it's like a, it's a pretty close up shot and so there's the panic of that where I'm trying to like put makeup on it and like cover it up and then it's just like making it worse to where it looks like I'm trying to cover up that I got in a fight or something uh, eventually figured out some way to kind of cover it up mm. but then had to do uh, then I was like okay I, I need to do something about this so I, I had a zoom one of the zoom uh, teleconference doctors meetings have you ever done oh, those no I've never done one have you done one Rick no, I mean, I had, fortunately, I had my last, um, like I had that, you know, I see a doctor like, you know, every six months or whatever. And, you know, cause I'm crazy. And, uh, I had the last one right before this started. So I don't know how we're going to do it, but I've got one of those in the near future probably. So it, it seems weird and like, no one likes to go to the doctor's office, yeah. but then it, it almost seems worse to have to have that meeting remotely. Yeah. It was very strange. Like, are you, yeah. Are you like zooming in? Like, do you go like so, up to the camera and like stick your face in it? Yes. I mean, I'll tell you exactly how it works. Like <laughs> it was weird. actually through zoom care. And, uh, I don't know if they have those everywhere, but it's like an emergency kind of doctor thing. You can, you can go to, if you don't, you don't have to have like a specific doctor. You can walk in anywhere. Uh, but they have it set up for the video conference. So you sign up and they're like, we'll connect you with a doctor now and, or a physician's assistant. I think exactly who it was that I met with. But yeah, it's just, it's having like a Zoom call um, with with a doctor and like, so what's going on with you? And you like hold up your ID to verify that it's you. And then, uh, yeah. and then they're like, okay, let's have a look at what's happening. And then you just like get really close to the camera and like dance around. I know it's so weird. Like, uh, here it is. And this is where it's red. And then you're like, it's so strange. Okay. I mean, if I can make you feel momentarily better about this whole situation, because I know that everybody else immediately thought the same thing I did, which is that be glad that somewhere you're not a guy who's got like a rash on his yeah. Johnson, you know? And yeah. he's like, and the doctor's like, let's see it. And a guy somewhere's having to stand in front of his laptop and take his pants <laughs> off. Oh my God. Waggle his <laughs> balls toward the camera. Like, I mean, that it could be worse. That's all I'm saying. So. That's true. It just sounds like you don't know, you know, how to use a camera. If you're like an old person when you're trying to talk to them on Zoom and they're like, where's the camera? And you're just kind of shoving your face into it. Yeah. Yeah. And was this just like a regular doctor, just like a, whoever was available? Uh, this is, they just kind of uh, hook you up with somebody. So, right. yeah, so I don't know who it is. And it was just, it was this woman who's, I can't remember what her name was, but uh, she introduced <laughs> herself and then it's, you know, down to business. All right. Show me what's wrong with you. Yeah. Oh, that it would wasn't be. like an entomologist or something. It was just like, you know. Yeah, like a regular general. Pre- so you were probably the most interesting patient of the day, first of all. Well, I don't know like, because so now far, that you yeah. bring that up, like how many different things that people, how many things are people like That's video conferencing like, for? What have, has this woman seen today? Like honestly, are are there doctors' visits still? I mean, I'm sure that there are. Like when I go to pick up my there, meds, there you have you can, to um, like I can't go in, but you can call and wait in your car. And then they'll bring them out to you, like describe what you wear, what your car looks like, and then they'll bring them out. And then, like I guess if you have a specific you know, appointment you can go in, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no, you, you can go in, you can definitely go in and, uh, and see somebody, but it's like preferred. They pretty much say like, you know, if you don't need to, like, here's I, another I think option. They're kind of asking people to self triage, which is, you know, to like take a good look at, look into your own soul and be like, <laughs> do I really need to go to the hospital? Because, you know, cause there's going to be people there who have, compromised immune systems totally. or whatever and so they're trying to ask people like if you don't really need to come in right now maybe we can just do this like online or over the phone or whatever um taking a look here at some of the comments that are coming through in the chat so verity just said a doctor talked me through putting my son's dislocated elbow back in Whoa. wow oh my god that's a that's lot kind of awesome in a weird <laughs> horrible way 
That's... I mean, this is like, I mean, I mean, I don't want to overstate everything here because it's just like I was talking to my brother about this, and he was, he was talking about, you know, this is like a couple months ago, but he was saying that he was like, I, he's like, I'm tired of people talking about, you know. I'm tired of people like talking about this like it's a war you know he's like <laughs> like you know the coronavirus thing he's like it sucks and it's awful he's like you know you ask a guy who was like in the trenches in world war one like this is not like a war really <laughs> at the same time you know at the same time it is it's it's not good but it's uh I say that because I was about to say this is sort of like um this is like some weird uh, space drama like a Martian type thing where like a guy's on Venus and it's like, you know, and he's having to do like some sort of a weird appendectomy and there's a guy at mission control having to like talk him through it, being like, okay, yeah. so now <laughs> you wanna go about three inches over with the scalpel, but whatever you do, don't, <laughs> cause then you'll die. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and meanwhile, the guy in Venus is like, fuck, okay, you know? Yeah. So That is true, all of us are becoming, I mean, if this quarantine is teaching us anything in the coronavirus thing, it's like, everyone's becoming a bit more handy. I, I, I suppose. Say, just as a, as a quick side note, not mm -hmm. to derail everything, but I really want to say, if anybody has not read the movie, is good as well. But if somebody has not read or listened to the audiobook of The Martian, it really has astonishing parallels to right now because it's, you know, it's like a guy who basically has to live his entire life, his work is everything in this one small confined space. Whenever he goes outside, he has to put on a mask and he has to put on all this gear, even though it's a pain in the ass. He's got to figure out how to make his resources last for a couple of years, maybe, because it seems like this is going to go on forever. All his communication with people is electronic and long distance. It's, yeah, you know, it has a lot of that. Oh, anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. He's growing his own food because like, everybody's, yeah, starting to do that now. Um, so the doctors have me lean in. So the doctors have <laughs> me lean in and, you know, you get real close to the camera and show them where it hurts. And then. Uh, Did they have you like poke at it? No, she didn't have me poke at it. She had me like kind of move around the skin a little bit. Like I guess I mean not poke it, but yeah, like move yeah, the skin a little bit. Yeah, see if it's like spreading or yeah. And then she's Ooh. like, I can't see it good enough. Take a picture of it. So I had to take a picture of it with my phone and <laughs> then like send that in. Sounds like a very technical conversation. Then, I can't well, see it good enough. <laughs> she was much more technical than I am being, but <laughs> that's my paraphrase. My paraphrasing of it. Can't see it good. Take picture. So, uh, so I did that. I sent it in, and then you know by the end of it, she's she's like, here's the worst case scenario. Um, which is, you know, we all value our eyesight is what she started with. And I'm like, yeah, Jesus, no. like, why are you leading with no that? No wonder you've been in a, I didn't, I had no idea. Oh, that's. We all value our eyesight. <laughs> and then I'm like, so at that point I'm like, that's Jesus. I thought wow. this was just like, you know, you're going to give me some antibiotics, antibiotics and, yeah. you know, we'll be on our way here. Uh, it'll suck for a day or something. But yeah, she said that. I'm like, uh, she's like, well, you know, I want to, since we're on a, a video call, I want to give you the worst case and the best case. And so that way we can decide well, I mean, what's going on. To her, and, to her credit, I mean, you always give the worst case first. Like when everyone's like, I mean, the, the bad news or the good news. Yeah, but news. she's I'd, like, I'd rather end with the good news. You know, if we get a severe staph infection this near your eye, I mean, it could affect things. Uh, and, and I'm like, you know, at that point, I just kind of like blanked out because I'm like, what the fuck? fuck um, is going on here like this just went from oh this is kind of embarrassing you know uh to oh shit like what's happening oh am i am, am i actually in trouble and then she goes and then like in all cheery voice after that she's like but you know it doesn't hurt too bad so probably that's not it and then goes to the other end Jesus God. Oh, wait. I mean, yeah. are you sure this was a doctor? It wasn't just somebody wandering by the camera? You <laughs> That's know? exactly what I was just thinking. I'm like, what I have no way to prove one way or another. That? I have you no way to prove. Ask, hey, here's, a, here's an interesting question. 
I, just as a side note to all of this, because you know, you mentioned the thing of having them hold up, you know, your ID and whatever. And I mean, there's a couple of things like at the bank, it's like a weird thing of like, do they now have to ask people to take off their masks and when they hold up their ID, right? You know, to see if they're you, and do you have to hold your breath? There's a whole bunch of fucking weird shit with that. Here's my thing, um, and I'm sure you didn't do this, and I understand why, but I mean, I wonder, like, at a certain point, if people are going to start like asking to see the doctor's ID, yeah? Because how do you know? I mean, I, really, I don't know. They like I signed up. They just connected me, and there was just a woman sitting there who said she was a doctor. Technically, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could have been just some random person in there having fun for the day. I think there's a lot of news stories, by the way, that contain the phrase "he said he was a doctor." Yeah. So just- oh my god, that is that is actually very true. Yeah, doctor, or plastic surgeon, or anything along those lines. But here's the there's a kicker to this too. On top of it, because just to showcase about how I do get bit by everything, because I. At the end, you know, I've got to go get my topical ointments. That's where we're at. That's the stage we're at. And then, of course, it's like, watch it. If it changes at all, call us immediately. And (laughs) so I'm terrified now looking at myself in the mirror constantly to see if it's bigger. Well, yeah, because if you start with you might lose your eyesight, then. Yeah. I mean, that's a big swing. Like, that's. She. That's unnerving. Put the fear in me. So I'm going to be monitoring it. Um, But. Uh, at the end, it's been a long time since I've been to this Zoom care thing, but I, I was like, they were like, oh, and you can see a history of your visits. And I was like, okay, well, I'm now I'm kind of curious, like, when was the last time I'd been in? It was like, I had like a sore throat like four years ago or something, but I went back to my very first time going to Zoom, and it was like 2012, July of 2012. I pull it up and click on it, and what does it say? Spider bite to the face. <laughs> Wait, you had another eight years ago. Yeah, I also had a spider bite on my face that I had to go in for. Dear God, I've told you I get bit by everything. So this is not the, my first rodeo on this. I well, think I, maybe this was the source of the comment about your vision. Maybe she's assuming this happens to you every three weeks or so, and so she's just figuring like eventually, like you know, spiders will just descend on you by the thousands. We've looked at your case history here, Greg. I mean, this. Oh my God, the math checks out. Yeah, you attract arachnids a lot, it looks like. So, <laughs> Rick, have you ever been bit on the face by the, by a spider? I'm just trying to gauge this. Well, I-, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, well, see, now I'm all unsure about how, about like between zero and 10, where I should set my comedy gauge because, you know, I don't want to be making jokes and then no. Greg has to get a white cane halfway through my, you know, I'm, or whatever. I'm fine. I'm oh. fine. I've heard the worst um, case, so that, that's, I'm that's already accurate. prepared. Yeah. I mean, which is fucking, I mean, bedside manner, hello. Like, you lead, I mean, it's a pyramid. You lead with the most likely, and then all the way down to the whole, there's an outside chance that, you know, whatever. I mean. Seriously, that's like the bedside manner of when I had to have my uh, surgery a couple years ago, and this nurse who wandered in, she's like, all right, so we're going to have to do all this stuff to, you know, you're going to be going into surgery. I'm like, what the flying fuck? I didn't know. Before you knew you were going. Before I knew anything was going on, she's like blurted out like, all right, and we're going to, you know, after your surgery, I'm like, what surgery? What are you talking about? And she was just so brash and rude. And, it was you know awful. What I mean? And she might have been trying to be gentle about it by putting it, by saying it passively. In other words, by not, if she had totally. said, if she'd led with the same information, but if she'd said, you know, well, there's a minuscule chance that, you know, it could it could somehow spread and it could affect your ocular nerves. There's a really small chance of that just, you know, yep. but she was trying to like, yeah. she's trying to, I mean, Americans Americans are never happier than when they're obfuscating language and making things impossible to understand. <laughs> yeah. And so by using this fuzzy, soft, indistinct language, you were then going, what the fuck are you saying to me? <laughs> and so that's like, it, I mean, it's like if she'd said, well, are, are all your affairs in order? Um, you know, cause like then you're just like, whoa, what are you doing? So oh, I've, 
I mean, so the other day I got this, see, now I feel like a big, you know, just like, a, I feel like a total coward. I got this spider bite on my arm the other day and, and it true reformed the next day. It was a little bit bigger or whatever. And, but the weirdest thing to me about spider bites is always that, I mean, somewhere out there, maybe there's an exception to this, but I can count on zero fingers the number of times in my life I've ever had the spider bite, look down, and the spider's still there. The spider's never there. Yeah. And so when you wake up with a spider bite, you're like, well, that thing was just fucking crawling on me while I was asleep. He was like scaling me like I'm K2 while mm -hmm. I'm trying to snooze. Yep. That's the unnerving thing. This is thing. While you're sleeping, the spider's like, hey, he's totally asleep. And then they get all Gulliver on your ass yeah. and they're like fucking crawling all over you while you're, I mean, that's the unnerving thing to me. So I've right. never had the, the, the face bite though. That's all I could think yeah, about too. I'm just like, there was a spider just walking around freely on your face yeah. for like, and who I didn't knows notice. how long. It didn't wake me. I mean, that's a, that also unnerves me. The fact that I didn't wake up to that. So like what else could go on when I'm sleeping that apparently I'm in some kind of deep Jesus. sleep. Um, yeah. And that it, it crawled onto me and then got mad at me or something and then <laughs> bit me. And, uh, and yeah, then went on its merry way. And then I'm left with, with this. Also, if you out. got it camping, that means that it was I'm pretty in sure that's where so, it was because I, I, I did, I did have like a mark there. The next so day. if you weren't, if you were outside of your tent and you would have noticed that there was a spider crawling on your face. Fire away. Oh if yeah. You, so that means that it was inside your tent. Yes. And, if your tent was zipped, that means that you spent the entire night with that spider inside of your tent. Yep. And then it was just crawling around all 100%. over you, just having a party. Yep. Having a big old, big old face I mean, party. I, wonder if, I mean, what is the deal with, I mean, do spiders only, I, I'm not an entomologist, although they're not insects, so I don't even know an, arach, an arachnologist. I, <laughs> I, I don't, do they bite, like, do they bite only, like, if they're threatened, or is it like a whole... They're just checking to make sure you're not edible. Is it a, like I'm going to mark my spot here just so I can find my way back? You know, uh, right on this this uh, you know, this thing. You know, and then they bite your face. Like, okay, that's where I know. Take a left here when I come back. Just you know, like I have no idea what that's all about. Yeah, I mean, that's I would think it's because they they're threatened, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe there is a different. Because if you'd like reason. turned over and like, you know, squashed him or something, and he bit, like he'd still be there dead in the morning or whatever. So yeah. it can't be like you were injuring him somehow because let's be honest, you're real big. He's real small. He, if you were injured. If he was injured, he'd still be there. Yeah. Wow. It's funny. I'm, I'm looking up in Google. Well, I was going to look up why do spiders bite? All the other ones are like, why do spiders exist? Why do they have so many eyes? Why should they have eight legs? Why do they bite at night? What is, or why do spiders bite? I, I will say, so I don't have the spider bite thing. I do have my own Zoom care story, um, yes. which is sort of like this in the sense that so this is like maybe four years ago um because i went through this whole this whole weird thing right anyway so i wasn't able to go to my regular doctor and so um uh and so you know and as you said you go to and i'm not this is not a knock on zoom care they i'm glad they for the record i'm glad they existed i'm glad they were there without them i would have been kind of screwed you know so whatever i'm this is not this is about this specific incident with this specific doctor so i uh so I go in because I have to get like a normal physical take and blood pressure and all that stuff. Plus, I'm now in the what my apparently again what my brother refers to is the I've, he called it like this is the canyon of death period apparently <laughs> you know in my where I can just you know keel over at a moment's notice. Anyway, Sweet. so I go into Zoom Karen. They just give me it's like you know it's like a gumball machine. You get whatever doctor's next. And so I'm sitting in the room and you know the uh, uh, and one of the things I have to get taken is you know my blood pressure just because that's part of the standard thing they do. And so I'm sitting there. And she uses the, you know, the, the, you know, like the fancy electronic kind where it goes and, you know, and whatever. So I'm sitting in the chair and, and she's, she's asking me my, my information. She's sitting across the office in her, at her desk. I'm sitting over by the chair and she's, you know, asking me whatever, you know, like how often do you 
jog or whatever the fuck, you know, just like, filling out all the other stuff. And then she takes the, the blood pressure thing and it goes and it beeps and she can see the result on the computer on her desk because it's wired. And she looks and she goes, huh, okay, well, let's do that again. And she does the <laughs> blood pressure thing again. And then she's still like five feet away. And so she like presses the release and then she does it again. And the blood pressure thing remotely like starts to go again. And, and then she goes, she like tilts her head sort of like Willard does when he doesn't understand something. And just, huh, that's interesting. And then, <laughs> and it was like, she was puzzled. And so I was, I was wondering if maybe I was doing something wrong or I was, if I'd given her wrong information. So I was like gonna come over and like, you know, like ask her what was wrong. And so I, I literally, I'm like this. And she goes, oh no, 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 don't move. Don't stand up. <laughs> oh, God. She literally said like, don't stand up, just stay there. I think she might've added, don't make any sudden movements. Um, <laughs> And I was like, okay. And of course, and I understand why she says that, but of course, if you're trying to stop somebody from panicking or having their pulse spike, immediately saying, don't make any sudden moves. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to help. Remain calm. Exactly. <laughs> All is well. <laughs> oh um, so anyway, and so the, the long and the short of it is that she, she finally, she goes over to the, the wall behind her desk and you can, this is one of those things where you can see why old people become Luddite to cling to old technology. You can see this sometimes because she walks over behind her desk after using this like space age thing. She goes over and like off the wall, pulls one of the old like kinds, comes over, puts it around my arm, pumps it up and she was like, oh, okay, fine. Okay, it's just apparently it was just, apparently I had like a bum unit on there before. Like the electronic one was wrong. It was basically saying I was like moments away from like a full cardiac arrest. Oh god, that's terrifying. <laughs> I mean my blood pressure was like 300 over 2 or some fucked up thing. And so but yeah, it's the same thing. It's the I don't know I mean I don't know what else she should have said, but saying don't move is just like not no. helpful in many ways. No, when I, I I told you I think you guys when I went to get my hair cut, Lisa had to take my temperature and it was only 95 degrees and she's like, "Wait, I don't know if that's right or not and she did it again and it was like 95.1 i'm like am i i was kind of struggling with am i alive i don't know yeah. what's happening here but so those newfangled technology things can be wrong a lot well the especially the uh the whatever you call the infrared temperature thing right as i've come to understand it is i that is uh that can be really screwed by outside temperature and by the surface temperature of your skin and there's a whole i mean i'm not Whatever. I mean, I'm sure that it's more accurate right. than just guessing, obviously, but it's, you know, but. It, yeah, but how mom, much does it actually do? Right. It's like, I mean, it's like, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's going to be closer to the truth than probably most other things, but this is, and, you know, and again, it's like, I understand why things change, but so my mom, who's 84, was a nurse for most of her life and also just is 84. And so my mom is just like, you know, I got a mercury thermometer in the bathroom. Let me go get that. And you know what? Those things are right every single mm -hmm. time. That mercury thermometer has never been wrong once. Not ever, ever. Now, you don't want to chew it and swallow it for breakfast, probably. But at the same time, I, that thing was just right constantly. So it's a weird, you do understand why people get this strange sense about technology sometimes not always being a good trade-off. That's so, so funny. Anyway. The second you said mercury thermometer, I mean, I think anyone around our age remembers I remember exactly what that feels like being stuck in my mouth like shoved mm -hmm. underneath your tongue that metal like like the taste of it and exactly what it feels like I mean and is yeah, that not mom, the like... standard anymore still I mean I know we have these, I don't know these quick I, I can't ones remember the you last time be, I like, my temperature like you go into an office or something you don't want somebody sticking the same thermometer in everybody's mouth but um yeah what what do people use at home well, they use the, I mean, so that in fact, I'll in fact, Greg, I'll show you <laughs> <laughs> pleased to be showing 
So the thing they do now, I mean, I think the IR ones are going to be maybe more common or whatever. But I mean, what they do now is they do a version of that, which is so it's this. So it still is like a physical thermometer that goes in your mouth, but it's not mercury. It's just electronic. Um, okay. But here's the thing. This thing is inaccurate all the goddamn time. I mean, it's like it. it I actually have. Here's how unreliable these are. I have three of these and I will sometimes rotate them or I'll do like one then the other just because you know again I'm not a Luddite I'm not anti-technology I'm not whatever I mean the reason we don't use mercury thermometers anymore is because mercury will you know kill you and so if <laughs> it true. leaks you know it doesn't even have to break if it leaks somehow like that'll kill you dead so so I understand that but at the same time so we switch to these which are you know kind of accurate sort of um if, like, if you know anybody who's uh, who's diabetic, ask them about like the little. So, okay, I am officially an old person now. This is the last example. <laughs> what your collection you. of thermometers didn't give that away? <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, uh, Jesus. I, well, anyway, so I, the uh, when I was uh, when I was growing up, so my my mom was um, um, uh, hypoglycemic, and so and she I think she was always worried about getting diabetes because it ran in her family, and she never did. But you know, when back back then, the deal was that you would have to get like a little like a little uh, little uh, you get like a, a little tube of of test strips for your blood sugar, and they were just like little they look like tiny 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 paint swatches, sort of. And you would literally stick your finger with this little needle that came there and you'd like drop a drop of blood onto this paint strip and it would change, you wait 30 seconds. It was like a pregnancy test, it would change color. And then you would hold it up to this paint strip, this color swatch on the bottle and you'd be like, oh, it's it's orange. It's not that orange, oh, it's this orange. And it would tell you your blood sugar. So literally you'd drop blood under this thing and it would change the color of the paper and then you'd hold it up to the bottle. And now, there's like an electronic kind where it can do, I think some of them do it with sweat, but others do it with just this minuscule amount of blood and then it automatically appears on the screen. So Wired did this great story last year where they revealed that basically none of those are accurate. <laughs> like they, this guy bought 35 different brands of, of blood sugar uh, you know, sensors because he was uh, diabetic and he was gonna buy, he bought 35 different kinds used exactly the same blood sample in all of them. They all gave him different results and none of the results were the same as what the doctor's office gave him. And so it's, you know, it is anyway, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. And so you, you know, it's, you, that's when you, uh, that's when you do start to sense your, uh, you know, your inner depression era grandfather coming out, you know? <laughs> I'll just go make my toys out of lead. I'll be liable. Absolutely. Well, Greg, I think Dependable. embraces I I like more of the older stuff. I I don't like a lot of change. I don't like a lot of this fancy newfangled technology. Yeah. I'm just not Greg has like everything he has is now like updated and it's futuristic. a mix of both because there was yeah, a but turning you don't even, point. Like you talk to your lights and like do yeah. it like. Well, there, I just don't like not being able to physically control things and like have fancy you know techie things do it. Well, there's there's a specific turning point when that happened because I was kind of against all of that stuff and like voice recognition stuff and and. You know, everything is recording you all the time. And, and I was pretty anti, but then because of, you know, what I do for my other job, I'm around it all the time. And it was actually, it was uh, Rick Rutherford who gave me that Echo Dot, the Amazon Alexa Echo Dot. Oh, yeah. And I started using that. And then it slowly, like, sucked me into it to where I was like, well, that's that's kind of convenient, I guess. I can just tell it to play something. And then 
what I can hook up a light switch uh-huh. to it. Oh, well that's mm-hmm. okay. That's nice. And then I just started doing it and over time. Now I'm like, I've just thrown in the towel and I just assume everybody's listening to everything that I say yeah, all the time. And, and the and, robots and, and are look, I say this as a person, um, by the way, has everybody else developed a code name for talking about the echo so you can discuss it without triggering it? Yeah. I, I was <laughs> saying the a word, but Oh, I've that, never even thought of that. I, I don't oh, have one because they, I am also kind of freaked out by them. Mm. I don't, I, so I got, I, I have to be real careful mom. for digital trends. Um, and, and so I've, uh, I, you know, and I say this, by the way, I, all of these things I'm about to say, I say this as a person who owns four of those things in a house that's not that big. So, <laughs> um, but I got to my mom. And so I trained my mom when she's talking about it to me or to somebody else. So we call it Hector. Um, <laughs> so we like, and then I told Hector to turn off the lights. And that's like the only way, it's like the only way you can talk about somebody in the room without them knowing, you know, like the, the, you're discussing, you know, so and so has body odor, and so you have to come up with like a code name for them. Um, <laughs> but, but my thing with my thing with Hector is that it's it really. I mean, I will say that when I set up my mom's Echo and you know and started using it and you know whatever, because I got her one before I got one. I will say it's maybe the only time. I think I don't even think the iPhone had this effect on me. I think you when I set up that Echo and started using it, and I know that she's recording this right now and sending the Jeff Bezos. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It, I think that is one of the only times in my life where I've used something and I felt I was like, this is the future. Like I'm in, I'm in the future. This is magic. This is essentially magic. And, and here's a, here's proof of how magical those devices are. She fucks things up constantly, constantly <laughs> on a, on like an hourly basis. And yet I still have it, still use it, still recommend it to other people. I mean, if any other device in my life fucked up as often as the echo does, I would have like smashed it to splinters and set fire to it and buried it in a lime pit somewhere. And yet it works so well when it works that I don't mind the fact that when I say, turn off the bedroom lights, one out of every five times, she'll just be like, I don't know what device you're talking about. I'd be like, you just did it yet, an hour ago. <laughs> See, I'm I don't, sorry. I, I'm surprised. I, I wouldn't think that you would be using it like that. Cause I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I, like, I, I like to be able in, to be in control because I've had to do this with, with like Greg's lights and I'm just like, uh, like there's a fan down here that he's attached to something and it's like, okay, we'll turn on the fan. And then you can't get the goddamn fan on. Right. And you're asking like seven times when I could have just used my human fingers to just turn it on. It's so irritating to but me. But if you do that, you'll screw up the system then. Oh, it's so wait. annoying. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, and part of that is that I'm, I've always kind of been an early adopter. I've had to scale that back because that's just too... If you try to be an early adopter of everything now, it's too expensive and there's totally. not enough time in the world. Um, but, you know, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, it is one of those things, though, where it's, I mean, I got to say this, and, I, you know, and I, I am, I'm a big fan of Apple and I'm a big fan of, you know, their products and their, their, their history and all that. But Siri doesn't really work, has never really worked for me, <laughs> still can't work. I, like, I will, I, I will, I'll hold the, I'll have the phone half an inch from my mouth and I'm like, I just want to hear a song by Willie Nelson. And it's, you know, and it's, and it's just responding back with like the weather in Zanzibar is, and I'm like, that's not, what, what are you doing? And right out of the box, you know, the Echo did what it was supposed to do. And, you know, and it worked again, it works frictionlessly enough, but that makes it even, here's, if you ever want to amuse yourself, go on Reddit. And I think, I think there's literally a subreddit just called what the fuck Alexa. Um, <laughs> disregard. Uh, and, did you just have to tell her to disregard it because she's yeah, listening well, to you? You know her voice. And the, oh. I mean, plus everybody else's that it just set off too. Oh yeah, which is <laughs> the only example I'll give because you could just fill a week with this. But 
I remember like at one point I was trying to get her to play a song or something and I was like, play, you know, whatever the name of the song was, play, you know, whatever, you know, the, the you know, it's what I, I'm trying to think of a, uh, an amusing, amusing song title. I know I'm waiting to hear like, what song you come up with. I can't remember what it was. It was like some, you know, it was, it was like some some song from The Godfather or some shit. I remember where I was listening, why I was trying to listen to it. But I was like, play whatever that song is. And she's like, I can't find it. And I'm like, I'm like, play better, you know, this song off this album. And she's like, I can't, I'm sorry, I don't have that. And I was just like, okay, play this by this artist. And I was giving her every combination of like the song title and the artist and the album. And so then finally, I'm just like, fuck it, whatever. I'm like, just shuffle rock songs or something. Anyway, and so I put her on shuffle mode. Like an hour later, she plays exactly the song that I was looking for before. And I and I go, I'm like, hey, Hector, what song is this? And she goes, oh, this is the song, blah, 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 off the album, blah, blah, blah. She had all the information <laughs> she had. So that's when, and that is one of those things where you realize if I were slight, if, if I were, you know, if I were a lot dumber, a little bit senile, kind of high, or just had grown up, you know, I don't know, like in a like in a in a crate somewhere. I would totally think it was a demon, you know, or some sort of, or that she had like decided that you know that she was consciously fucking with me. Yeah, and maybe she is. I don't trust that stuff. Well, even today, uh, Greg's roommate Chris, he has one of those smart watches that you know attaches to the thing, and he was talking to his dog, and uh, because um, his dog Ollie has uh, there's something wrong with his paw, so he has a giant cone on, and his cone kind of starts to smell because he's a big dog. And Chris was saying, "Oh, you're stinky," and then all of a sudden from his watch, it's like the definition of odor to smell bad. Like, and it's like, <laughs> what is it? He's like, "Oh yeah, uh, you know, Siri's just telling me what the definition of stinky is or I, something." It was so I, creepy. I mean, when when my mom first got the uh, the Echo, uh, one of my older one of my older uh, siblings is. Bless his heart. Uh, one of my older siblings is, you know, he's a real conspiracy theorist in many ways. He's very much a, you know, they're always watching you, man. They're always watching. And so this is like his nightmare world now because they. Oh have yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because he might be right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but he's very, you know, stridently like he won't get any of those devices or whatever. And um and anyway, so like he comes over and it was like the first I had it all set up for my mom because she for a while my mom wasn't able to uh, she wasn't mobile she was not really able to walk around or whatever and I wanted her to be able to do stuff without having to get up and walk across the room for it. And uh, anyway, so I did all set it up and I was all proud of myself or whatever. And, and he's, you know, and, and and it's like all people who hate technology, when you show it to them, they kind of still can't help themselves. Like even people who hate, you know, if you hand them a, an iPad, they'll just start like playing with it because it's what you do. And, and she was like, oh, and I can, you know, and I can even ask it to like, you know, if I need to reorder, you know, bandages or something, I can just say, Hector, send me my last order of bandages again. And so because... I think he was trying to be funny and also he's not really familiar with it. He just goes, he's like, what? He's like, so I could just say like, Hector, uh, I want to, I want to order 500 pounds of, of lentils and send them to me now. And she immediately lights up and she's like, 500 pounds of lentils added to your cart. And I was like, <gasps> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> because you, I mean, and then it's like you in your head, you're just like, well, what's the most expensive thing Amazon sells? And like, is there a threshold above which she would not allow me or someone here to just place the order and have it like, is there some dollar amount over which she'd be like, hold up. I'm not, I'm not sending you, you know, a Clydesdale. It's, it's not, no, we need secondary confirmation. No, that's a nerve. That's too much, too much access to my stuff. I don't like that. Yeah. I think there's some kits for like, like, like building your own home that you can buy on there. Yeah. And then like, like kids all... are always like ordering shit on there too. Aren't they? Like they can just go like, you know, Hector, 
I want to buy 17 video games. I mean, you games. could set up, like, limits. But, yeah. I mean, that's... It is It is kind of unnerving just how much power and how much, like, it's everywhere. Like, well, with, well, with Amazon in particular. Like, Amazon really is part of everything. Yeah. Like, they are that evil empire corporation that everybody talks about in movies. Like, that's Amazon. If- you know, by the way, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon <laughs> link if you're going to be buying anything. I, and by the way, I'm not, you know, I'm not anti-Amazon. I'm not whatever. It's I say this so that, you know, Jeff Bezos will not have his drone bots, you know, like, <laughs> yep, whatever. I won't be spirited <laughs> away to Bezos Mountain. Um, the, it, I'm not trying to inject politics into this, but, you know, we're watching this whole weirdness play out with, you know, Donald Trump versus the post office and whatever. Yeah. Um, and you know and so as that all is as that all is sort of unfolding what i haven't i mean maybe somebody's talked about this but i think that i keep thinking about is i mean they don't really talk about it a lot but clearly there is some there's some uh agreement between like there is a business partnership that has been formed between amazon and the post office we all know this because the post office delivers on sunday now which they never used to and they just they started doing it because of amazon i mean that's like i i don't think they've ever made an official statement about it but I remember the first time the postal guy delivered something on my porch, and I was like, "Hey, the post is here. Uh, you know, the mail is here." My, but I was like, "Wait a minute, it's Sunday. That's weird." And I was like, "Is this the it is the postal guy?" And I was like, "Wait, it's from Amazon. That's odd." And like the post office just suddenly—I mean, my for forty-six years they never delivered to your house on Sunday, and mm-hmm. suddenly they did. And I think we all know it's because Amazon struck some deal with them, mm-hmm. where Amazon is picking up. They're footing part of the bill for the for the U.S. Postal Service now. That that's not a conspiracy theory. That just seems to be the fact. And so, my thing is, as Trump is like having this weird showdown with the post office, that is in a weird once removed way. I mean, because the post office is now sort of a proxy for Jeff Bezos. Then, and so that means that. So, in other words, behind the scenes, it's like how it's like during the Cold War, Afghanistan was like this proxy war for the U.S. and Russia. Like we mm-hmm. were fighting over you know, the Eastern Bloc by using all of these other countries. And then we all, and you know, it was like Vietnam was that way too. And so now it, that really means that Trump is facing off against Bezos because Bezos is a financial partner of the post office. And I just, again, as I say all the time now, I just want to live long enough that I can watch all of the Ken Burns documentaries revealing all of this shit when the truth finally comes out about all of it. Because yeah. you know that there's all kinds of things happening behind the scenes right now that, you know, in five or 10 years, there'll be, you know, books and documentaries telling us about, like, what they didn't know was that at the CDC, they were deeply concerned, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. And it's just, I mean, I mean, imagine all of the, I mean, look at all the tell-alls that have already kind of come out in the last, just the last few years. Now imagine all of the tell-alls that are going to come out about this period of history. It's going to take decades to unravel everything that's gone on and there is like a, just even yeah. in the last six months there's a particular weird feeling too of knowing that you are living like directly spot directly in the middle of like a huge piece of history like we know that we're Pandemic, in the middle of history upheaval, make, like what's going to be told to people governmental everything yep. yeah i mean it's yeah a techno technological revolution mm-hmm. i mean there's just there's so much that's going on well maybe yeah. people can cast their votes through amazon <laughs> He's, you know, and just as a side note, here's another thing I think about, you know, sometimes late at night. I was thinking about how would this, like, if you if you were to go back to March, you know, when all of the, the pandemic started here anyway, you know, and obviously it started, and maybe that's another question. As you go back, like, farther, you go back to, like, let's say, you know, whenever the first case was discovered in China or, you know, when it, whenever that, whenever it started. I was like, well, if this had happened 
you know, uh, this is what, 2020. If this had happened 30 years ago, which is 1990, which seems insane, but if, if this had happened in 1990, like how, I almost wish there was some way like I could do like a simulation and like a multiverse thing where I could see exactly the same pandemic happening before the internet. Because I wonder like what, how our behavior would be different. Because for one thing, I got to imagine if this happened before the internet, like 99.999% of people would be wearing masks yeah. because there wouldn't be some contingent telling them not to. Mm -hmm. There would just be three old white men on television wearing a mask going, and so we're reminding you to wear your mask. And it's like, that was the only place you could get information. So sure, I guess I'll just do what the guy on TV says. Um, I was, it's like, a, would we be, in terms of this pandemic, would we be better off or not better off if this happened without the internet? I, I yeah. I mean, I think for, there's just a lot to figure out with that because economically yeah. I think we'd be worse off because people can't, wouldn't be able to telecommute back then. Yeah. Like you wouldn't be able to really work from home. So people would have to go in. And there might be more in. exposure because people couldn't communicate with loved ones and whatever. Yeah. And, but then, then again, there wouldn't be as much misinformation. I mean right. like all the conspiracy theories, all the QAnons, oh, yeah. all that, all that shit. I mean, sure there's those, those people existed, but they had to go buy the books and like read them and they stayed in basements, you know, and, they didn't. They couldn't communicate with the outside world because they were afraid of it. So now uh, they could stand on street corners. But that's yeah, now they can be yeah. loud as they want online and get the attention of everybody. And yeah, it's, uh, it makes it way I mean, worse. I guess that's a part and parcel of this whole discussion, which is just that I've suddenly become all weird and philosophical about it. But it's just you know that the technology is a really weird trade off. I do I do wish that like somehow I could just you know it's like when I used to read those choose your own adventure books, and I would always like flag my place with a bookmark because I could because I went I was like. Okay, later I want to go back and see what would happen if I'd taken that other, you know, it's sliding <laughs> totally doors. Totally did that. No, in the, the closet, not taken. in the closet behind Sarah because we're recording in the spare. Oh, by the way, for everybody, it's uh, yeah, Wednesday, what day the Wednesday, August nineteenth, twenty twenty, in the year of our apocalypse. So uh, behind this, so we're recording at my house right now. Behind the closet door, behind Sarah, I've got probably seventy choose your own adventure books <laughs> oh from when I was a kid that. Uh, that my parents. Said, I totally to did that stuff. same thing too. Did you do that? Like flag? Oh yeah, I would yeah. try every scenario. Then I'd pretend like I didn't pick the wrong thing. I'd be like, oh no, no, no. well, I didn't really want to do that one anyway. So I'm gonna go mm -hmm. back and pick the one yep. that I don't get, you know, brutally murdered you know, in. Those choose your own adventure books. I remember, you know, reading those when I was. I, I think when you become a parent, I don't know. I think becoming a parent in some ways, I don't know, but I think becoming a parent suddenly it just. Have you noticed the people who have kids suddenly become like really fragile and they can't deal with anything that is like you know like there's a whole bunch of it's they become how i am with like movies where where pets are in jeopardy like you know if you're a parent suddenly you can't deal with anything where kids are in jeopardy which i guess i get i sort of um but you know that's why it's always adults that want to like sort of you know make children's entertainment more tame and more you know and uh, they want to sort of tamp down any sort of violence or whatever because you think about the stuff that kids gravitate to and a lot of the entertainment that kids traditionally are interested in and that is marketed to them. I remember reading Choose Your Adventure books when I was in like second or third grade. There's a one called Lost at Sea, I think is what it's called. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. And it was, you know, and it was like basically like a ship you sinks and you're in a rowboat or whatever. And I remember like choosing something and it was, and basically it was like, and now you are thirstier than you have ever been in your life. And suddenly you are floating down a white hallway and the angels of doom have, and you're like dying of thirst in a rowboat. And then it was like, the end, see ya. And I was like, yep. whoa, what happened? And I, they like, were super dark. Yeah. You totally, I remember like, yeah, you would die. You would. Yeah. yeah. That's oh usually my. what the ending was. Like usually <laughs> yeah. died. Yeah. There wasn't like any shit where Mickey gets another life and he comes back down. It was like, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. Now. So, I mean, 
It's a, you know. Now so I want to break out these choose your I adventure totally books. want to read a choose your own adventure book right I'll now. I'll pull them out of here. Okay. We'll yeah, I those. think Will uh, Wheaton's autobiography maybe was written as a choose your own adventure. I might be wrong about that, but I think it was. That's that's uh, that's amazing. All right. That's something I need to. I am realizing what time it is because I I do. You do have to go get your spider face. I have to go get my spider ointment. He has to go get his spider ointment. Rick. I've got to get it on. Spider ointment is today. an interesting phrase, by the way. That yeah. is horrible. Yeah, I know. And the, you know what the worst part about this is? Like, <laughs> I have to go out in public right now with this. And I, it's, not like a big, it's not that big a deal. No, I know. And it's your not mask in the grand can kind of cover it, right? I just wish it was a little lower to cover up the mask. Like, that's where I'm like, <laughs> like it was just a little bit lower. But then, you know, when I see somebody, am I going to be like, it's a spider bite. I got bit by a spider in my face. That's what happened. I think. Every- All right. I think you'll be okay. Just one quick question then. What would you prefer? Would you prefer this or would you prefer, just saying in the abstract, Choose would your you prefer this? What would be worse, this or like a giant hickey that you had to cover? Hickeys are easier to cover, I think. I could cover that up with a This with one's a like three-dimensional. That's true because it yeah. it's, not, it, it's not like topographical. Yeah. True. Yeah. This is front and center. This is a 3D blemish. It's, 3D. it's aggressive, yeah. It's in HD in the morning, so tune in Perfect. to Digital Trends Live. I'm tuning in. <laughs> I had so much makeup on it today, but... No, you did a good see. job. I was I was very impressed. That was... Uh, Sarah, did you tell me that when you did television, they, on, like on KG... On Coin. On, yeah, on Coin. That they used... Was it you that told me, like, they use makeup that they use for burn clinics? Yes! That was because <laughs> they gave me all this crazy-ass makeup. Yeah. That was exactly it because there was like, and just spackle this on your face. I totally forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, it was like the thickest makeup that they had me wear. So, yeah. Wow. It, this is true. I need to get some of that burn yeah, makeup. Yeah, you do. It, it was very effective. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Rick, well, as you, always. Rick. This has been a pleasure. This has been a yes. delight. Well, I hope you're. Hope you can still see me next time we talk. I'm oh, sorry. God. Oh, no. We all value our eyesight. Jesus, what a horrible way to say that. It was. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm trying to embrace grim gallows humor, but I think I'm out of practice. Anyway, I'm sure it's nothing. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Rick. We'll talk to you next week. All right. All right, right, Rick Emerson. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I should have done it right there. See ya. That's where I should have dropped that. Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. I'm going. All right. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) Dot com. Your poor face.